Hello and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Coming to you with George and Adam. Adam, how you doing, mate? Afternoon. How are you, George? How is downtown, wherever you are in the world? Yes, I'm currently in India, actually, at the oh, Hilton. Downtown India. Uh, so um, there you go, having um, fun here. It's uh, nice and warm. You know, I'm in Pune, and this city, Pune, there's more people in Pune than all of Australia. Jesus. And where's that city? Like for someone like myself who hasn't travelled to India. Near Mumbai. Near Mumbai. Um, the Osho thing is here, that big uh, thing about um, where they talk about um, spirituality and things like that. Okay. And how, how many people are there? More people than our country? Just about. There's like 25, 26 million people here. Yeah. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Oh, What's yeah. it like getting around? Transport's okay? Look, this is the deal. I'm in the hotel. As you can hear, it's nice and quiet. As soon as you get out the front, God. it is just a cacophony of noise. <laughs> what The way the Indians drive here is they have one hand on the steering wheel, one hand on the horn the whole time. And uh -huh. they practically beep every 30 to 45 seconds. They don't have lanes. So what happens is you go to the left, then you veer to the right, veer to the left, then just veer backwards and forwards. And then people stop and walk and go everywhere. And it's like, um, you've got to be on the ball. You've got to be really on the ball if you're going to drive here. Especially even crossing the road by the sounds of it. Yes. So what happened was, funny enough, I normally don't cross the road unless I see other locals here. And then I go next to them and wait for them to go across because they can pick it. I can't, right? Yeah. And they're more confident. So what happens is I, I need to go to this appointment and I'm looking at the road. And there's no one there, but then on the side, in the middle, there's some people there. I'm thinking, what the hell? I'll go there. So I go stand there with them, and I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Light turns green. They all turn around. They weren't waiting across the road. They're beggars waiting for cars to stop, oh, to beg. Stop. And I was stop. waiting, right? <laughs> That's golden. Oh, yes. So there you go. So I've been helping out the beggars in India working it all out. Anyway, um, let's talk about buying properties of the plan. But just one quick thing. Um, I heard recently about the floods in Queensland. Tell me about the floods. What's been happening? Yeah, so southeast Queensland, it's pretty much news on every TV channel in Australia. There's been a lot of rain. So starting some sort of Christmas going all the way through to now, pretty much from everything I've seen and heard, not, not one of our properties has been affected, none of the positive property. Most of the places that are flooding are in flood-prone areas. They're older houses. They're built up on, on stumps and stilts. Yep. And people are building in underneath. So what happens? Yes. They're built up for a reason. But you build in underneath, and then that gets flooded. Um, not talking down to anyone, but it's that's just the fact of living in a flood zone. Your house potentially will flood. And it flooded back in 2022, and it's flooded a few times over the years. Oh, look. Brisbane, but, Queensland, Queensland floods. That's the fact of it. Yeah. Now, the thing is, yeah. if you have a house on stilts and you want to use that space down below, it's at your risk. You know what I mean? It comes in handy. Every couple of years, it's going to get full of water, so don't put anything valuable in there. Don't have your big screen TV, your man cave, everything in there because it's going to get wrecked. On that point, so over Christmas, obviously, everyone shuts down. So I, I took a sample of my pool water into go and get my water tested. And my... Um, but local pool guy laughed at me and said I had zero amount of chlorine. So the amount of rain we've had has flushed all the chlorine out of the pool 
even though the Clarino has been working all, all the way through. The thing is, um, a lot of people are scared of investing in Queensland because of the floods, right? And they're scared it's going to flood. I get this question all the time. And the thing is, you know, at the end of the day, there's going to be risks no matter where you build or buy, just different risks. And what you've got to do is you've got to mitigate the risks and this thing called insurance. You've got to get the right insurance because a lot of people get the wrong insurance. And this is what happened um, with the flooding. I think it was um, four or five years back. Uh, I reckon it was about seven, eight years back in Brisbane when we had that really big flood of the Brisbane yeah, River. Yeah. yeah, anyway. So what happened there is flooded, all these people claimed on insurance, and a lot of the companies had a clause that you're not covered the floods. Not covered from natural... Yeah, there was yeah, yeah. There was a clause yeah. in there. Yes, and that really was terrible because a lot of people missed out. So when you get insurance... You really got to get the right insurance, and you got to make sure that you're covered for floods, because they 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 take out acts of terrorism, act of war, um, and all this other stuff, acts of God, and things like that. But um, a lot of lot of insurance companies do cover you for floods. Make sure you get the right one. Make sure you get, yeah, that's right. But, yeah. but on the other hand, just to reassure, when you're buying a new property, for example, a townhouse, apartment, whatever you're buying. The, the council will not let developers build on a flood-prone area. So exactly. they look at the 100-year and also the 200-year flood map and they will not allow any developments to go ahead on these pieces of land. So No, totally. I mean, put it new, the last 20 years, we have never built on a flood zone in 20 years. No. You can imagine how many houses we've helped people get and we haven't done this in 20 years because we just don't do it. Yeah. But, and that's like all the flood reporting and all the information I've been received back, I've received back, there's been nothing what's even come close to, to flooding. That's right. And you've gone around taking photos of some of our development yeah, sites yeah, and we're going to share them in our private group so everyone can have a look and be well, sure. I was actually in Morayfield. I drove over the bridge they shut down and I drove over and I looked and I'm like, holy shit. But I'm not even joking. The water was probably 30 centimetres underneath the bridge. And I'm like, wow. I won't be getting out of here. So wow. I drove over. I wish I took a photo, but I didn't. But I drove in, went, drove around our sites, and I looked around. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's water. <laughs> it just was wow. rising so wow. quickly. Wow, wow, full on, full on. Yeah, so um, I want to talk a bit about world news quickly. I mean, what, ha what happened recently, as you know, over a year ago, there's the Ukrainian-Russian sort of conflict. And what happened through that is that increased and created more inflation. And whenever we have inflation, property prices go up because they're hard assets. And unless you've been living under the rock, you've probably heard about what happened with Israel recently. So Israel are having this massive uh, conflict in Gaza. And then what's happened is down south, the Red Sea, the Houthis have said, any ships that go past, we're going to blow the shit out of them. Yeah. America keeps saying, we're not going to expand the conflict. We're going to bomb this place. Then we're not going to expand the conflict. They're bombing somebody else now. So it's funny how they keep saying, we're not going to expand anything, but they keep bombing new countries. So I've got a feeling this is not going to stop very quickly. No. Right? Do you, you hear about the American um, army base getting yeah, that yeah. drone attack and killing I, four? Three, three people. Four, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's slowly escalating. 
Yeah. And shipping costs have gone up quite dramatically already. Yes. Now, what happens is when you stop or slow down shipping, that's a constraint. Everything down. Constraint. That's a constraint. And when you have a constraint, you've got a lack of supply. And as we always talk about demand and supply, if you've got less supply, it creates more demand, which pushes the prices up, which is called inflation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even though everyone's thinking, wow, we finally got through this inflation, I'm sorry to be a bearer of bad news, it's going to get worse. We're literally, I predict the next 12, 24 months, inflation is going to go up. What does this mean? This means that the living expenses are going to go up. It's going to cost more to live. A lot of Australian families are struggling already at the moment because of this. What does that mean for property prices? It means they're going to go up. Now, one thing about Australia, we we're very fortunate. If you look at um, countries, so for example, if shipping goes bad and you're Hong Kong, where 100% of your income is from external trade, it's going to have a massive effect on Hong Kong. You're screwed. In Australia, 70% of all the money in Australia is created in Australia from Australians for Australians. So we're not affected much by the global stuff as what other countries are. Because of that, um, we're slightly insulated and we're going to fare a lot better. I think we are faring better just at the moment. You see some of the, the worldwide reports and what's happening with prices and what's happening here and there. We are seem to be faring pretty well from my, my point of view. Yeah, we are. No, Australia's going to do well. And the funny thing is whenever there's a conflict and things slow down, like the Ukrainian-Russian war, that pushed up our commodity prices, pushed up a lot of stuff that we do. Gold, have you seen gold today? Gold's almost 10000 a kilo. Yep. So it's good. And when gold goes up, Australia goes up because we're one of the biggest gold-producing countries in the world. And then people work in the gold mines. Because what happens is with a gold mine, um, depending on the price of gold, some gold mines get shut down. It's not worth digging out. Price goes up, suddenly they're worth digging out again and they open up again. So what happens is now that commodity prices are going up, there's a lot of mines in Australia that are becoming more and more profitable and they're going to open up. They're going to open up more jobs for people. They're going to make lots of money. It's going to flow back into the economy. So um, all in all, we're going to do well, but it's going to be tough for the whole world with this, what's happening with the whole Red Sea and things like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, we didn't talk much about buying off the plan. So I want to quickly jump into that before we go to our private group. Sure. Um, yeah, do you want to just tell us What's good? What's bad about buying off the plan? The good and the bad points of buying off the plan. Yeah. Well, the, the good point is, okay, I'm obviously not ready for this one, George, but I can answer it. So yeah. the good points are you're basically buying at today's price. You're putting a 5% or 10% deposit down today and no more to pay until it's completed. You are also locking in a contract at the pricing. As George is saying, prices are probably continually going to go up for the next 24 months. So therefore, building costs are going to go up, land costs are going to go up, development costs are going to go up. So you're locking in at today's price. Your development may not be finished for 6, 12, 18 months, but you've locked in at that fixed price. So I think that's a big advantage of buying off the plan. You've also yep. got yep. the security where you haven't settled in the land, you don't have a mortgage on the land, you don't have a mortgage on paying the drawdown payments of your house being built, you've got a 5% or 10% deposit sitting there until it's completed. 
So your money is pretty safe if anything bad happens. Yes, yeah, so what you say, if you're buying off the plan for a townhouse, a single part contract, a lot safer. If you buy a house of land, it's a little bit riskier because you're paying down payments. And if the yep. builder goes broke halfway through, you're sort of stuck and in a but bit of a... But you're covered by the insurance. The insurance companies, because of what the amount of builders that are going down at the moment, you are yep. very covered, very much covered by the, the um, HIA insurance policy. And they well, will find a new builder but for it's, you. But it's difficult. It's difficult. It's not easy. It's yep. stressful. And the thing is, but if you buy a house and land, you don't pay stamp duty, stamp duty on the house. You save money uh, and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, if you're buying a house and land, you're much better off going with a group like us. So that way we can do all that stuff for you if it happens. Now, one thing is, I mean, in 20 years, how many builders have we had go broke Zero. during our projects? Zero. I'm pretty proud of that. Um, someone just said news says inflation is down. Yes, inflation is down. I'm predicting what's going to happen in the future. Um, inflation is going to go up worldwide and it may affect Australia because um, I'm hoping it's going to stay the same. The fact of it is when shipping costs go up, inflation goes up. But putting interest rates up is not going to stop that inflation. So hopefully the Reserve Bank's smart enough not to do that. Has to be a reputable company so they don't go bust. But yes. I, I, just, I just wanted to make a note on that one, George. I saw that comment pop up. Like, you know, yep. companies like, you, you know, your Porter Davis, like, like they were a very reputable company. They're a big business and no one would have thought they would have gone bankrupt. So I think it's more about your due diligence on the builder rather than saying, oh, yeah, Metricon's a big builder. They're not going to go bankrupt or, you know. You can't, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, big companies it's have gone broke. What's that massive company that went bankrupt recently? Massive company. No, that was Porter Davis with 1,800 yeah. housing construction, something like That's that. Right. Like it was... So one of the things we do is we do site checks. So Adam and the team will drive up, check out the site, talk to the tradies, find out if they're getting paid, that sort of stuff, the inside story. And that mm -hmm. helps us because we recently uh, dodged a bullet in WA. Yeah. But you know what? I love what you did. It was great. And we are lucky. We caught it early. We pulled everyone out and we saved them, which is great. Anyway, look, um, we're going to go to our private group now. We're going to the inner circle. So what I'd like to do, guys, is say thank you for watching. Really appreciate you all. So I've been in India for the last couple of weeks. Next week, I'm in Bali in a tropical paradise. So I look forward to it. Cheers, guys. Enjoy your week. Look, see you next Thursday. Bye. Thanks.